Okay, good evening. So we, uh, the past couple of, of Shurim, uh, really talked about a very important topic, which is uh, the belief in Olam Haba, and living a life where that reality of living with Olam Haba uh, is, is there, and how much it affects the decisions we make. Next week, uh, this will be a somewhat shorter share. Next week, we're actually going to have... Uh, which is very fitting for the three weeks, nine days, uh, belief in and living with the belief of Mashiach, which is uh, actually, I had a share last week, which for Nisiva Shalom with the men, uh, and also Tchir Samesim, uh, resurrection of the dead. Uh, but we mentioned last time that uh, a person, you know, it's an amazing thing, we said the Chavos Lavavos, ethics of duties of the heart, so much of the Sefer talks about the amazing body, how amazing it is, childbirth, to see, to hear, the physiology of a human being, how, 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 how fantastically complex. I mean, even now you can he- hear me, you can see me, you can think about what I'm saying. I mean, it's all tissue. I mean, it's an amazing thing. Uh, and the Chavosh Lavos really uh, elaborates upon it. And yet, in his Tochacha, he talks about how he denigrates the body, how lowly it is, how physical it is, how putrid it is. And what we said is that when you think about the body, as great as it is compared to the world to come, it's, there's no comparison. And why does he do that? Because when we're making decisions in this world, I had actually an interesting conversation in my house a few weeks ago. There was an individual... I had two individuals. I suppose I have a very eclectic type table. It's one of those tables of really interesting people. One person was very into health, and one person was very not into health. And the person very not into health looked like they weren't into health, and the person into health looked like they were into health. So, this is, so the, the conversation went like this. The person who's into health said, you know, it's time, they're kind of like mustering that person, said to them, Think how much pleasure you get from a cookie or cake, and think how much long-term damage you're doing to your body. Like, how much enjoyment do you actually get? Uh, how much enjoyment do you actually get for uh, for that little itsy bit of pleasure versus you know the long-term damage? And, and the truth is, you know, a cookie, especially actually a cookie, not as much. A good piece of chocolate. Right, has its value, right? You don't want to lose that, you know. But again, if it's going to damage your physical body, um, you think about like long term or short term. So you're making decisions in this world when one's pondering and contemplating. You know, you think about as amazing as the body is. You think about eternity. You think about long term. <laughs> you know, you ever see a, a person? who you know is damaging their body, they're diabetic, or they're hurting themselves, and you think to like, what are you doing? Like, the pleasure is so short-lived, and the damage is really a long-term. So same thing with making decisions. If, if we make a decision with a belief, with a, 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 a strong understanding of the long-term impact, it's a very different decision. So to pick up on there, again, he's, he's talking about thinking about the world to come, we're making decisions uh, we're doing so really when you think about our life you know, all the decisions we're making 
day in. Now, you ladies who come on a Monday night, oh, holy ladies over here, you know, making a spiritual decision. Really, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, when you think about 8.30 at night, many people are going taking bubble baths, you know. <laughs> I've never taken one, but I've heard they're very fun. Uh, I think, actually, I should take that back. I think when I was, like, five or six, I had a bubble bath. Your, your wife is taking bubble baths at never. 8.30? No. Okay. But I'm not talking about my wife. I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's from Mary. I don't. I don't think it's like Shaykh. Can you imagine my thinking about you have babies? Not, not, not. It's never Shaykh to think about a bath or a bath. Um, but there are people doing it. Whatever one may be doing, uh, <laughs> the equivalent of bubble bath. Uh, you can be chilling out, relaxing, reading, vegging out. Um, but to come to a share means that you're, you're thinking spiritually. But even so, like most of us, when you think about the, the decisions we make. The ha- I mentioned last week, when you buy a house, does the person think about close to the shoal? Does the person think who their neighbors are? How affect them spiritually? Right? Like all of these things ha- have, grave, uh, have grave impacts. So manasa we're constantly worrying about our, our, our material, physical world. The decisions we're making are for parnasa, for our career. Like, honestly, there are many adverse... Ad, you know, adverse realities that a person can put themselves in, and if they really think is it what's good for their soul, for their eternity, they wouldn't do it. So why are they doing it? It's career advancement. They're thinking about, you know, a nicer car, more vacations. At, at what cost? Um, so yeah, Dabra's a reason If you really believe eternity, Olam Haba, and again, Revolva's talking to Orthodox Jews, but don't observant Jews. But you say, even so, when you're making the, the core decisions of your life, when you're, when you're making decisions for yourself, like, honestly, I can't tell you how many, I would call it somewhere on the spectrum, usually, from conservative reform to quasi-Orthodox. Uh, I say quasi, very low-grade Orthodox. You know, not that they put their children in terrible, terrible, terrible sviva, you know, because they're worried about their career, or, or, or and then there's a consequence. Like, ra- I, I got this call, Rab, I, I will never forget this. I remember this Israeli lady calls me up, she was living in San Jose, totally religious, calls me, can I speak to her child? He's about to get married to an Anjo. So I said, well, What are you looking to tell him? I mean, I'm very happy to meet him, but you know, you know, she gave him no Jewish education. And then she sent him to a, a, into a school which is no Jews. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Like, I mean, but, but you know, I was a good school. It was whatever. So, but, but the, the truth is, it's not just, there, there are many people, I mean, honestly, to, to, to send to a, a school like Kihila for a religious person, it's my... No, I agree. There are people who do. Uh, 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 so, you know, it's mind-boggling to me. Now, if a person's coming from a house and there's no Torah mitzvahs, it's, I would, there's an argument to be made it's better than public school. But to put a kid where there's no Torah education, then you think to yourself, why am I doing Oh, it's a good education. Okay. In the scheme of life, if I have to sacrifice, hopefully we don't have to sacrifice a good education, um... You know, uh, that's also important. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but where are our costs? If, if anyone would ask me, honestly, Rabbi Levine, I have a choice. I can get a job 
which will damage my marriage or damage my being a parent, but it pays more. What should I do? Now, you think I don't get these questions. <laughs> they don't say it like that. No one tells me, I mean, they don't say it like that. It's not as black and white as that. But I guarantee you, okay, I know, and, I, and I'm telling you that I get that question. And what, why does that happen? It, it, if I tell the guy like that, okay, or the girl like that, they'll tell you, of course I wouldn't do that. But it pays well, it's good perks, it's free this, it's, it's, it's a career builder, good opportunities. So if it, they, there's a rationalization there. We get blinded by things that, that should not blind us, that, that, that take us away from the things we could and should be doing. So, but we'd all say, if I present it like that, it's going to be bad, I will damage my marriage. I won't see my children. So people, a, a rational person won't do it. But for Olam Haba, all of us are their big shots. Yeah, I'll, I'll get through there. I'll be okay. You know, I, I, honestly, I, I would, I, I'm a pretty religious person. I would be terrified. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sheltered. Far from being sheltered. I, I would argue I'm, I'm out and about as much as anyone else, you know? Um, I, I would be terrified in certain work environments for my spirituality. Quite frankly, I, wouldn't, I grew up in Miami Beach. I wouldn't go on a vacation to, to Hawaii or, or Vegas, at least the places where people go. Tell me they go to Vegas and they go downtown Vegas, you know, they go, there's good restaurants there. You know, I wouldn't do it. I, 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 would, I wouldn't, I'm not saying you can't. I'm not telling you can't. So I wouldn't do it because to me it's just like a danger. Even if Earth, I, I, I said this story once. Rabbi Yitzchak David Grossman, who's such a tzaddik of a Jew, one of the holiest people I ever met in my life. He's the Rav of Migdal Emek, Migdal Or in Eretz. You know Migdal Emek? Migdal Or? No? Everyone, by the way, if you need to meet Victoria, this is Victoria Chain. She's going to end up moving here from Pleasanton soon. So I'm going to bring her in. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, He's a, you know, he's, he won the Israel Prize. He was offered, Rabbi Vadi Yosef and Rabbi Yosef begged him to be ch- chief rabbi of Israel. Uh, he's a tzaddik. So he told me once, you know, I grew up on my beach. He was once, he, he raises millions of dollars. He, they, won, he once, they once put him up in the Caribbean Hotel, Allah Shalom. Anyone remember in Miami Beach? It was a hotel, it was owned by a Jew family I knew. It was Caribbean. And the hotel was on Collins Avenue, which is where... All the hotels are on Miami Beach. And he, they gave him a room facing the beach. This is a man with a white beard like, who looks like a malach of a Jew. And you feel his holiness when you meet him. Uh, so he told me, he said he got the hotel room, he closed the window, he was there for 15 minutes, and he checked out. He said, I'm not staying in a room where in five seconds if I'd open, and, I, and I'm telling you, there's no way he would, but just being in the room. So why was that to him? I understand this. To Yitzhak David Grossman, Olam Haba, the world to come, is a reality. And if, if he would have any loss for one second, it would be a reality to him. You know, there are people who love money. Now, I would say, if I would hurt my spouse or my child, many of us would say, if I stay that for 15 minutes, it's possible I would damage my child. It would damage my child. Would you get out, would you check out of the room? Or damage your marriage, damage your relationship to your parents. Would you get out of the room? Have I told you there's a slight chance I could damage my relationship with my parents permanently? Or, 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 da- or badly and have to re- repair it? Would you get out of the room? Of course you get out of the room. 
So, but, but to us, Om Haba is even a bigger rationalization. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. If, I, if someone comes to me with a job, it's a Levine, you know, I have this job. It's, it's, it's this little, you know, town called Hollywood. It's on a script, and there's a few ladies that are not so dressed, but they, you know, part of the parties is they pass out some, you know, it's not illegal in California, but it's illegal in other states, you know. And, you know, this is part of the job. Um, but, and my wife wants to divorce me if I take this job. So, um, she should, by the way. <laughs> Bunch of ladies. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying she should, but, but uh, you know, I can understand it. So, and I said to him, do you really think this is the right thing to do to take the job? And the truth is, is most religious Jews or most normal people want to take the job if they're happily married. Or, they're, or, or my kid will never speak to me again. Right? My kid will never... I take this job, my child will never speak to me. My mother will never speak to me again. There may be some sons that don't, want, that don't mind that, but, but normal people do mind that, right? So you would say to yourself, there's an immediate reality. So even though it's really appealing, they pay $2 million a year, you get your picture in glorious or infamous uh, periodicals. But you know what? If you're a, a person, you may have an immediate reality. Olam Haba is a lot more challenging. When you think about the world to come, it's a lot harder. You know why? There's no immediate reality to it. When you're making that decision, you're not going to see it tomorrow. You're not getting divorced. Now, a, a Torah Jew, they'll feel a, 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 a disconnection to Hashem. That will bother them. Right? If someone's really spiritual sensitive, it will bother them. But otherwise, you don't feel the reality. So it's, this is super important. It's super important for all of us. You know, we, we're, we, all, we all believe in the world to come. I'm positive of that. We all want to get to the right place. Again, not to be anyone else, to be the people we could and should be. So the more we're cognizant in the decisions we're making, the better decisions we'll make. Not just like when you think about your marriage, you make or your children, or you think about your physical health. Same question. I mean, I get a job, it pays me $2 million a year, but I'm going to lose 10 years of my life. I, uh, is it really a question? No, but there are people who do that, right? They get ulcers, they work 18-hour days, they get themselves sick, they, they, don't, they have no time to exercise, and they in a bad environment, and it's, 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 you know, there are people who were coal miners for years. Like, what, what do they do to their physical bodies? They kill themselves. So, there are, there is, we could be blinded by these decisions. So, Revolva says, it's, it's hard, by the way, but to think about it. In the Vakich Ladas, when we're making a decision, does Olam Haba, when we're making decisions, does it play a role in the decisions we're making? Do we think about the ha- or going on vacation, or buying a house, or putting our kids in schools, or we're, cha- we're taking a job, or we're spending our money on excess things. Is Olam Haba a factor in that? Do we, you know, people plan out their pensions or their 401k. Do we think about, are we planning for Olam Haba? And again, he's talking to a completely religious crowd when he's saying this. Think how... how, how Crazy materialistic they are. And building up a, a, a physical world. But he says, by the way, now this Sefer, by the way, was written probably 30 some odd years ago. And the, the, these classes that he gave were over 30, probably 40 years ago. That's what he says over here. And our world, our physical material world today, in the natural, it's not really even the same kind of life. 
It's like the old days where 98% of the world in the 18th century was agricultural. And we had a para, the Tarnagolas, a cow, and, uh, and chickens. You know, in a mukaf, we're not surrounded by where he's living in, in an apartment in, in Jerusalem. So, our house is not surrounded by fields with vegetables and fruit trees. It says, even if you have it today, even if you go to an area which is beautiful, what do you have to do? Take a picture. It's like, you don't even enjoy it. Honestly, I was walking today, enjoying myself, and I'm looking at the few other, the few, very few other people walking. Do you know how they walked? With a f- machine in front of their face. Like, looking at their... Like, they don't even enjoy it. He said, but people today, if, they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they travel to Grand Canyon, the first thing they think is a picture. And not just a picture. You've got to show it on, online, on, on some kind of book, and, and smiles and, and likes, and, and, and make sure that you look good for that picture. I mean, you're not even enjoying the moment. It's not even, people aren't even living for it. It's, it's like, push it, you don't even enjoy Olamazet. <laughs> Olamazet. Is unenjoyable because of that. It's it's all a facade of showing or thinking to put on a show to, that you should you should enjoy it. Ha'ikoshi yehelad album. I was a chuf of a bris. Even a person would go to a, 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 a to a beach or whatever a kosher beach for sure. It's not it's or or, or go to nature. It's not the same depth. Ha'ikoshi yelanu album silumim yafa. You gotta have a good album. Digital album, maybe. Photo album. But I don't want to get pictures. A few, a few pictures here and there are totally great. You know, nothing wrong with that. But it's, what are you living for? What are you doing it for? It's at the end of the day. People go on vacation. Half of the vacation is pictures. I have one, one picture vacation. That's my rule. No, that's I'm saying. That's my rule. My mic, my wife's. Um, um, so, Arkama Sheteknitsia. This is again 40 years ago. I mean, how much technology do they have? Hechriva, what he's saying is an amazing thing though. Hechriva is chayenu hapnimim. I die in lotarch lach. You don't have to look so far. How much our internal, spiritual, emotional world it has lost its depth. No, he's not saying anyone who takes is on Facebook or on Google or on social media is miserable. I'm sure there's decent, good people, including some people in this room, who use these things. You know, um, I've heard at least they've told me, or they sent me clips. Um, I not, did you send you good clips? You did send me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I liked it a lot. Actually, that one. Um, it's the depth, though. It's the internal, spiritual, emotional depth. Reboy um, hamachonis with the plethora of. Do you know that my 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 wife? She was getting my phone, and the guy says to her, "Is your phone? Is your phone of Twitter?" No. This guy tells my wife, you have Twitter? I live for Twitter. I have Twitter on my computer, on my phone. I mean, the guy tells my wife, he says he checks Twitter every 10 to 15 minutes. He says, I don't the guy checks. Do you, do you, is there any depth to, to such a person who sits there tweeting or reading other people's tweets? tweets? Right? It's sort of bird. Uh, yeah. But... What? <laughs> They're following the president. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that there's a lot more than the president. The president, of course, has tweets, but 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 but, but at the end of the day, I, I, I'm sure he's not just reading the president's tweets, um, although they're probably more entertaining than other people's, uh, um, for some people at least. <laughs> uh, but, there's, but there's no, you don't have to see how much it takes. It zaps, it zaps our spiritual, emotionally. Listen to this. It, it, it's in it, it, Machoinus Markov Hargastus Hanisha Adam. Call Adam. He's just a bigger person would live in the Teva. You live. Most people would live with Teva. You lived outside. You lived outdoors. I was, at, I was the, when I was in the castle a couple weeks ago. It was amazing. Like you walk there and you see the stars and you think you think of life. Everything is God. But Shutal the Bracham Hashem you feel, which is Bracham Hashem in the physical world. Um, that your your cow should be healthy, your tarnagal should be healthy, you know, your your crop should grow, the tree should go well. Today, if your car is broken, you go to an auto shop. You don't feel Hashem in your life. You don't feel you know more than that. Everything it just fills your life. Everything is up to us. So. Feeling every other topic about existential, it just it, it robs us from the ability in our day in day out to be reminded about the world to come. And the world used to be a good reminder. It used to be if you would have lived in the world, you would have had reminders. First of all, you saw death. Anyone ever see? If you're not part of the Chavikadisha, did anyone never see not doing a tahara a dead person in their lives? No, right? It used to be that was a common sight. Okay, it happens to people here because the Chavakish is based in the show. There are more people that have seen Taharas, you know, but most people ne- go through their whole lives. They never see a dead person, they don't ever think about death, you know. It, it, most of us, you, you know, are, are never around, you know, nature. We're always around human beings, we're all in a, in a rat race of life. There's a, a, a chisar of thinking about the world to come. Like most people never think existentially on, on these terms. The whole lifestyle of a, a modern person is it inherently distances us from there's no spirituality. Uh, we don't even have, it used to be had all kinds of things which aided and abetted that kind of life. Right? It aided and abetted a, 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 a life where you think for a moment, like, what am I really here? What really is important? What am I, am I? And again, I would say he's talking to religious people. Most religious Jews keep to, you know, but there's still a lack of thought that goes into this. Even, if, even these magazines, I get a few of them now. You know, Mishpacha or Ami or Hamadiyya or Bina, whatever you want to pick. Any of them. I forget the articles, which you can like or not like. Um, there's a few good articles once in a while. They come out, you know. I can recommend a few, but uh, but but look at the advertisements. I mean, it happens to be in the, in the Torah. At least you have learning advertisements that go in there. But every time I see like a, a yogurt, it's like that yogurt has a life of its own. Like they, they make this yogurt look like heavenly yogurt. Like 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 you know, I never I eat yogurt. I'm a big yogurt fan, by the way. I have nothing against yogurt. I like yogurt. It's healthy. It's you know, especially Greek yogurt. 
That's my, my victory over the Greeks. I make a brach on the Greek yogurt. It's Gavaldic. It's great. It's mamish. I feel like a Maccabee making a brach on that Greek yogurt. Especially when it's low fat. Then I like, really like it, right? And then it gets Greek yogurt. But this Greek yogurt in Mishpachar, they make this Greek yogurt into, on a pedestal like, like the Greeks. It's not a food anymore. It's mamish if you have this Greek yogurt. Ice cream? Forget about it. Like, you see little kids with the ice cream, mamish, or geschmack, like, like looking around like, like, honestly, that you don't portray this little kid when he's ice cream, you're not getting that message about Olam Haba. You're getting that message about... People, you know what? People don't even talk about Olam Haba. Most... Think about your, ourselves in this room. You are holy ladies. I'm, I'm fortunate to be amongst your midst. I think, honestly, the last time you talked about the world to come in a conversation. And now I'm not talking about it in a, in a world... Like, uh, or thought about it. Seriously, not a... Not if the person messes up, they're nervous. Just thought about it. And the decisions they're making. Oh, is this good for my neshama? Good for my ulama ball? Like, or talked it out in those terms. Because the, the modern life, it really zaps. Forgetting a, a person, as challenging it may be in general, it zaps, it zaps that ability. We're, like, we're so caught up in... Uh, I think I was going to say this. People have to check their phone email, their emails, or their texts like, every few minutes if you have this. I mean, most people are so driven to think that. I, people think about checking their email way more than they think about all the blah. Way more. It's just either spam emails half of these things, or people, you know, e- emailing them just. <laughs> someone says, email, they say, email, thank you. It's not on direct harass to say thank you, it's a good thing. But then you have to say thank you to you. You know, like, like that's you have to worry about to check your email in 10 minutes, God forbid. Someone, you know, very few people have my, have my cell phone. Very few people, like a few. But I don't, even those who have it, no, I don't text. I would never text if I, if I have a chance. I don't text. I don't even, I'm going to be, if there ever study a person never texts, I'm going to be one of these people, like the non-texters in the world. I don't know how many of us there are. But I won't, for, for one reason. Even my, my, my what? Me? <laughs> and Grandma Feinberg. Uh, I'm very proud of her, Emmy, right? Did she have a phone? Yeah. She has phone. So why would I do it? Because I don't want, I don't want a person expecting me to answer them right away. I have, what if I'm learning? I, I, you text me, so I have to stop home. I have to put my, my hand, my wife knows I don't text. My mother knows I don't text. My father knows I don't text. My kids are, my, one of my kids. Uh, actually, two of them. Uh, right? Uh, but they're teenagers. You don't teenage. have to answer right away. What? So you don't have to answer right away. Do you, most people, they text you, think you have to answer within a half hour. I know that's my, my, I'm watching even, I don't have that. I'm a, I'm a spectator. So I, I see what goes on. They expect you to answer immediately. If you don't answer immediately, like you're ignoring them. Like, I told you what happened when I picked Tedra up from the airport. For the first 10 minutes, she was in the car. We had a little conversation. Yeah, okay. And then in the rest yeah. of the ride home, that's what that's, you're doing. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, right. That, that's, that's a teenager. Look, right, exactly. I'm, I'm talking about adults who have to feel. Yeah. Like, I will see a text, so I'm not interrupting someone. Right. I, exactly why I text. Yeah, so again, there are, like anything in life, there is a good usage of anything in life. I, I, I'm not saying that, I'm not against texting per se. I'm saying what I won't do it. If someone texts, I don't think it's necessarily an evil thing. All I'm saying is that there are many people who cannot wait to text back, who will interrupt in much more important things in life to text, to WhatsApp, or, or spend an inordinate amount of time and they think about it. It goes through their mind. They can't even wait. 
And I, I would like someone to challenge me on what I just said, anyone, uh, if that's true or not, that many people end up doing that. Um, they, you know, and they don't, the same person, take them, think about as much Olam Abba as you worry about your, answering the text. I mean, just once in a while, it's just the, the whole, you text, you think about this, you have to return it. If you text someone and you ask a question, you got to find out what the answer Right, so you gotta check it, and maybe it's there, and maybe it's not there. Maybe they saw their message, maybe they didn't see the message. Every twenty minutes, you gotta check your phone. Did they answer me back? I'm waiting on them already. That's a that's a negative texting, right? Maybe phone them, maybe you can find it right away. Um, so I gotta find out. I got, I, every, I'm not, life is not black and white. I'm, I'm just giving examples, and he's giving examples about how we can become consumed by, in general, this world, and never think about death. And the greatest depth is when we're making decisions, olamaba. You know, to think about, you know, how does this impact us? Now, when I started this year today, I picked the big things. Your job, where you live, who you marry. Like, I, like I, 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 I've been on a lot of shaduchim. You know, sometimes you meet a person, like, why are you marrying this person? They're not good for your, your soul, but she's pretty. Usually it's guys. Guys are like suckers. It's like amazing to me. You can have a guy who's religious, and the girl's not so religious, or not religious, but she's pretty. Oh, she's, she'll become religious. What's pushing him? What's pushing him? The looks, almost always. Or the, or, or the giggle, or she's very fun. Now, these are important things, by the way. Looks are important. Fun is important. They imp- impact your life. They, they do. They're, they're important things. But it, those are purely... Olam has that considerations, right? There are many, there are many people you should be thinking about Olam about. So it's, you can marry a girl who's fear of God, right? What do we say? Aishas Chayel. I'll switch to, this is for the men. Any man who's listening to this. Aishas Chayel Yitzah, right? Isha Yer Shemayim, Yitzah. So the Vilgan says, you know what beauty is? Shekhar Achan Vehevel Yofi. Sorry, I went to Ishaq. Shekhar Achan Vehevel Yofi, Isha Yer Shemayim, Yitzah. The beauty Yofi is vain, it's false, but a woman who fears God, she's praised. It says in the Vilna Gain that if a woman just has beauty and looks, she's an empty shell. It's, it's, it's false. You think you're going to be happy for that? I think it's going to. But if she has fears of God, even the beauty has a value. So you're making a decision. Think about, think about your soul. Think about your Olam Abba. Think about your future. So you're making all these decisions. Again, the more we're thinking on those terms, yeah, you know, the better it is. And, and for ladies, too, we, we, you know, not as marriage also is, it impacts, you know, but this is what we make have long term, not only the big things, the small things we do. The, 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 the small, you know, I was telling um, the bronze, when, when they're upset, there's a lot of shoals there. And you pick a shoal, thing, you pick a shoal there. You can go to your first show. You get comfortable, and they're nice people, but they're not the best people. And it's hard to change. I'll tell you a fact. I deal with many, you could probably relate to this, uh, uh, you know, conservative Jews in this area. I meet with them at lunch. They'll give me money for projects. They'll come to my house, and they won't come to the show. You know why? They're in the conservative for 20, 30 years. And they know, you know, this is awesome, right? You know, you know the profile. They know it's wrong. Why aren't they leaving? Because their friends are there. They're pure. They're, they're, what's it called? The Chabura? What's it called? The Chabura. Chabura. The Chabura is there. So, like you said, to, okay, so, the chabura, so just switch. 
You know, it, the switch. But the Chavarah is more important. So what happens is that the Chavarah is like, they're, they're like this peer group. They've been there since their 20s or now they're 60. The, it's usually the you, older conservative Jews, are, you know, young conservatives are so, dis, so distant. It's crazy. The Bayer, it's so crazy. Yoga. They, what? Yoga and J Street, like anti-Israel. If they're connected, it's like crazy. Um, I'm not talking all. There are some that are connected, obviously. But, but most in the Bay Area, at least, are very far away. But the older crowd, many of them, you can, they know what's right. Why are they leaving? Because they're their friends. So say to them, we are your friends. Like, what's more important? Think about it. You believe in this. You don't know it. You know it's silly. You're watching your friend's children marry out, and you're saying to yourself, this is crazy. Like, get out of there. But you know what happens is you're, you're it's co- perfect. It's comfortable. And, you, and, and we do things all the time that are comfortable for us. It's easier for us. But if you're thinking on an olam haba reality, it doesn't make it easy. It makes it easier. You know, because really, there are hard things in life that people need to do. I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm not poo-pooing it. You know, if I'm 60 years old and I'm, in a, in a, in a, I'm living a lifestyle for 20, 30, 40 years, it's not easy to change that. I'm telling the broads, if you go to a show, it'll be hard to change it, Zach, because you'll get used to it, you make your friends, and then you're ingrained. That's hard. Imagine being in a temple for 30, 40 years and all your friends are that way. It's much harder. You're a tzaddikis. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, also. Yeah. So, but, but in, the, in the modern world, we get called up. We miss the spiritualities to go back. He kach amomarant of two broider that was the who was the who was the chasa the son-in-law of the, of the altar mikelm one of the heads of the kelm yeshiva in Lithuania a hundred years ago. Hasechel, listen to this. Hasechel who machshes adam. Our our intelligence, our brain, is the vet. The 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 two broider that's all. That's probably at least a hundred years ago. Nine hundred years ago, probably more than hundred years ago, actually. Now, seichel intelligence is the vessel that a person uses um, to to get uh, to take in olam hazeh to get from here to here, right? Which means intellectually, you can see something that if you use this, you can get it to here. If you never think about it. If you never ponder it, like I mentioned the, the Tishabov, it is impossible in our in our day. We're not living thank God we're not living in a world of holocausts or mass crusades or black you know, most people today, you know, their their life challenges is traffic. Um, you know, and that stresses people out. You know, like I mean not not about internal struggles, not like external, like most no most people are it's super hard to sit there and mourn a base in Mikdash today. You know, it is super hard to sit there and cry on Tishavov today. It, how does a person do it? But they start thinking about it, they ponder it, they think deeply, you know, and then you can start to... to but Olam Haba is when you take um, what, what you gain from, what you took to your heart, Amuna, faith, character traits, good things... Umaymar hachachamhu, the chacham says that the binyan hagof is korban hanefesh. If your focus is building your body, now let's, I just want to be very clear: our body, our body, 
is to take its health is super important. If we're not healthy, we can't function. <laughs> we need. I, I, I'm proud to say that I, I exercise. I'm proud to say that I take care of my body. I could do better. I'm, I'm, I'm not proud to say that. But, but I, there's nothing, when we say this, just understand what it means. Being in Haguf is when the focus is our physical body. If everything we're thinking about, if our, if the, if our monetary calculations, if our day schedule, I look at a person, the average person, you know, uh, they're thinking, the average American, I'm not talking about religious Jews right now, the over, even believers, you know, the evangelicals, most of their day is about the physical body. Now, I want to say it's just lifting weights, I'm talking about making money, cars, toys, pensions, like they're all, you know, it's important, we live in a world, these are realities. But if, if that's your opinion, Right? And most, you know, people have time, the exercise, very important about the exercise to, to, you know, I mentioned before that, you know, last week about ladies and how, t- how long it takes to dress up to go to shul for a shul dinner or for this or that. And the same way, I have no time to daven, no time to do this. So, again, there's nothing wrong with looking good for an amachad dinner, but anyone else's dinner. But it, our, our souls, it, it, it takes time and energy and if you, you have time to, for, to do all kinds of things, you know, I, I told a lady recently, no one in this room, you know, why don't you come to a share, this share, any share of no time? I know that this person does a lot of things which are not so important. Now, why did I tell this lady to come to a share? Not because I care about this share. She, she can listen to it online. She can go to a different share. Because I know she doesn't go to any share. And if you don't have time for any share, and you have time for everything else, you're not thinking about Hashem. <laughs> right? You're forgetting about Hashem in your life. I don't care about this share. I'm going to take care of this share. But, uh, but I, don't, I, I don't care if she goes to share. I care that we and I and you, we think about Hashem. We think about important things in life. You come to a share, you start thinking about valuable things. It's possible in a, day, in a day's person's life. You know, again, I... I if I have somebody who has a job, I don't want to think about marriage or children. They're missing the boat. The boat. So what Revolva is saying is, think about the world to come. Levater al shimish never to use technology. Efsher. We live in a physical world with our bodies. How much we, we, we focus and overwhelmed by the material world, and how much we think about a spiritual world is up to us. Right, we have the ability, you know. Uh, honestly, if you're if you're if you're if you're gonna listen to something in the car, uh, a podcast, there's a, there's a value at some once in a while to listen to politics a little bit once in a long while, like or or to talk, uh, whatever other things they have talk radio. This, you know, think about it, listen to a lecture. Very the fact you may learn something, even if. You, even if you don't forget, you're doing a spiritual act. It's a spiritual act. Right? It's a spiritual act. If you go for a walk, leave your phone at home. <laughs> now if you have kids, whatever your responsibility, so put it on and don't look at your thing unless... Think about things. You know, imagine, you know, imagine we don't. <laughs> so we live like we live the life we're not supposed to live. I mean, it's like it, it, we walk like robots, and we don't never become the people we're supposed to be. 
And there's a, there's a, when you really think about it, that's a big loss. Miata lin l'islamit. So he says, you know, this is easier said than done. Lahachnis, it's for a thought process of the world to come to Echayenu. Benamar ain adam. He's a little bit of a, more of a slightly morbid thing, but it's important. In Adam, she'en ochoyshu midei palamavis. Very few people think of Olam Abba, or the world to come, on a day. You know, but there are people, when you think about a tragedy, unfortunately, you read about a tragedy, you see a tragedy, you hear about a tragedy, people think about death. It, it comes to the mind. They, they think about, my wife told me today, she read about a terrible thing, uh, it was apparently on H.com, um, it wasn't about a righteous convert in Vilma. It was about a, a person who left his twins. I didn't see this article. Yeah. You saw this? I was like really bothered by it uh, in their car. So why 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 did she tell me that I'm super careful? You know, we all need divine help about like being careful because when she reads an article, God forbid, about a parent leaving a kid in the car and terrible things happening. So what does a mother think? About our kids. That's a natural... So we do think about death. It does come... Especially when we read about tragedies, it comes to our, to our minds. So we think about it about all day. Come on, call uh, there's, a, there's a thought process that eventually will die. You know why? Because some, there's some article or some tragedy or somebody... You hear something... Lamaiman Roy says, listen to this. Listen to a thought. Think to this thought, this fleeting thought, um, but when we die, we go to an eternal world. Not don't make it morbid. Think, when a person dies, I'm going to be in Shemayim. You know, I, I, I just even had this very recently. I told my office, like, where's my aunt? Like, this was a very secular person. Nice person, but a very nice person. Like, where is my mother now? Where is my father now? So... I don't know the mother, the father. I never met them. I know this person. I'm in the world to come. I'm not going to tell them where they are. I have no idea where. They're in a good place. I mean, a Jew, like we said last week, a good place. But when you think, when you hear for a second, think for a second about the world to come. So think about, oh, when I pass away, I go to the world to come. Don't even think about it. Let that be a thought. Every time you hear about death, oh, there's a world to come. Just think of those, of those terms. They're going to the world to come. In when you think our eternity is dependent upon that. You ever see a, a kid in, 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 in high school and they're really messing up? And you want to tell this kid, you have a future ahead of you. Don't do that. You know, don't think about your future. So who is successful? Now, I, I, I remember when you visualize the future. That's a success. When you say, my actions, I want to you know, I want to go, if you're in college or in school, when you visualize the future, then you have success. So you think, you won't be successful if you don't visualize your future. <laughs> the future is not here. This is now. And, and we got to enjoy the world. It should be happy in this world. It should, I, 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 I think that most Torah Jews are, should, are happy and should be happy. That's what we're supposed to be here in this world. To get prophecy, to be happy. You know, Rabbi Nachman said it best, Mitzvah G'dallah, Leos B'Sinach HaTamid. So this would be happy constantly. I'm not talking about happiness now. But no, the, the, the plan for the future. The main thing is that don't, don't forget, visualize it. You visualize it. That's how you're successful. If you don't, you'll make, we'll, we'll make wrong decisions. We'll, we'll sell ourselves short. That's, that's, there are terrible consequences for that. Tremendous loss. You know, whenever I see a person, 
not impossible in this world. You see a guy 35 years old, and he has no degree, no training, he was partying his whole life, and like, at 35 years old, he has two kids, three kids. He's making 40K a year. Could you live in 40K a year in the Bay Area? Mm-hmm. Could you live in 40K a year in LA? Dallas? Maybe. Not with two or three kids. No. no, maybe, you know, if you want to be in a, par- a single with an apartment, maybe. You know, and you have, uh, you know, you don't, you don't buy Greek yogurts. Uh, so we don't have all Greek yogurts, right? 40K is very tough. But this guy, he has no training. It's really tough at that point. You have two kids. Like, how do you get out of that even? I'm not saying, it's, there are ways in theory to get out, but it's very hard. When you're 50 years old, and you have, you know, and you, it, it's really, I mean, you make, and this person made decisions years ago years ago, which impact you only visualize, you know what, you're a smart guy. You're smart. You made it, you know, why did you, why did you do something, why are you running around and just partying? Like, I, why, what, if you would have thought about your career, your life, you would have made much, and you're stuck now. <laughs> the guy is largely stuck making 40K. He can't make more money. So Olam is more, much, the consequences are much more than 40K. You know, it's eternity. So think about it. Visualize it. You know, plan for it in a healthy way. Zuchoyim has Tavin. When you never hear death, think about the world to come. Just think, oh yeah, there's a world to come. Person dies, there's a world to come. You know, there's a world to come. This Ruvain Bauman, this rabbi who passed away a couple of weeks ago in Norfolk, you know, uh, I'm sure he's going to the world to come. The guy was obviously a very righteous Jew. So when I, when I hear it, oh, he's in a good place. I feel very bad for his family. That's a tragedy for his five kids. That's not a joke. But he's in... in, in, in uh, um, what does it say? When you believe in the world to come, like, when you value, when you value something, when something's clear to you, you make better decisions. You, you, when you're Rabbi Grossman in the, in the hotel, you get out of there because you don't want to, you don't want to be there. That's his reality. When you, you don't take a job in Hollywood if, it's, if you're going to get divorced. I said this story. I remember when I, was, when I went to law school, I, interned, I interviewed at law firms uh, in New York. And I was, I was like, do law. I would ask them like, the question you're not supposed to ask. What, what's the question you're not supposed to ask a New York law firm, a big 50 firm? The worst question to ask in an interview it's quality of life. Never ask a big law firm about quality of life. There is none. Not only is none, it means you're not interested in law. What's your, you should be asking them how much hours you can bill, you know, what you can be doing. So I'll never forget, I said to the person, well, tell me about your family life, quality of life. The guy's like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm my third marriage. It's going great. And then the, and I said, you know, like, I was telling the like, yeah, my first two episodes didn't work out. I was too busy, but now it's, my third marriage is perfect. You'll make it work. I'm like, oh my goodness. The guy didn't realize what he's saying even. You know, didn't realize what he's, I mean, so of course if you, if, you, if you value your marriage, you don't make a thing that damages your marriage. You value your kids. Do you put your kids on dangerous rides and say, well, maybe they'll be okay. Maybe they won't be okay. I'll, I won't put seatbelts on my kid and we'll, 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 we'll try out the highway. What are you, of course you put it My wife, I didn't put a seatbelt on my car so my kid should kill me. I'm gonna, I wouldn't do it anyways, but she's like, you know, if you value your life, you put a seatbelt on. 
for my kid's life, you know. So, but you value that. So you think about it. If you value the oil, it will impact your decisions. It means when you're making decisions, it will impact your decisions. It'll, it will be part of your thought process. And that's the goal. It changes the, your, 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 the way your, your eyeglasses in this world. You begin to think about that this world is just a temporary world. Again, we're supposed to enjoy this world. We, don't, we shouldn't look to make 40,000. And if a person does, there's other ways to live. But it's not about, the, it's not about making 400,000 either. It's about making a life that you can live. But the focus is the world to come. That is the focus. Everyone at our levels. This is to anyone at all levels. As you go up in life, you think to yourself, wow, I, how, where, what I could be doing, how it's going to impact me. Kedev Islam um, Bazaar, he says, one of the things you do is, when you dive, actually, uh, it, it, most men say this, actually, bookmark the right before this class, I'm not sure how many ladies end up saying this, but if you say, for example, he says, when you say Uval Zion, which is right before Aleno, mm-hmm. in the daily davening, so he says, when you say Yiratzan Shinishmaku Kachazan, listen, we say Yiratzan, it's a request we make. I say this, all men who come to me in Udavan Shachras in the morning says every morning, and I, I would imagine many women say it as well. Uh, I don't think all, because, you know, the. the um, but Yiratzan Ofenacha, that we should watch your, your mitzvahs in this world, and we should merit, and we should live, and we should see, and we should inherit, good, uh, and blessing, for the days of Mashiach, and for the eternal world. Think about what you say, you think about the. That, that's the goal. Yes? Is it enough just to think there is an Olam Abba? You don't need to think about what that entails? Or the so I think, I think the first level is... It, it, if, let, let's, let's imagine for one second. Let's say I, 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 we never thought about death. We never took death into account. So you wouldn't wear a seatbelt. You wouldn't eat healthy. You wouldn't exercise. You would do reckless things. Why would you do all of that? Because death, let's say you had a little screw missing your head, you never, you have no fear, no thought of death. So how would you live in this world? Recklessly. Terribly recklessly. Right? Now, there is, a, there is a, 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 an OCD, anxiety person who thinks about death all day long. That is not the goal. Then you don't live this world. You're a nervous wreck. You don't enjoy the world. One or other. That is not the goal. Right? So what's a healthy balance? You're aware of death. You're aware of mothers, and you make decisions healthy. You put on a seatbelt. I, I don't think most of us who are, are aware of death, so we make good decisions because we're aware of death. Now, there are people who are nervous wrecks, and that is not a Torah idea. That's not a smart idea. That's, those are people who need to see the center of anxiety in New York. I mean, I mean that's, not, that's not a healthy... So, but we make good decisions with it. So if you think about eternal life, you'll make better decisions. Obviously... In, so that's a starting point. If you know, if you're just knowing the Olam Haba, you'll make a better decision. You'll wear, you'll take spiritual seatbelts. You'll, you'll, you'll do things to improve your life just by knowing about it, just by thinking about it. Now, the, a, 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 a righteous a tzaddik or a tzaddikis, they take it to the to the next level. They don't just think about Olam Haba. They think how I can get more Olam Haba. 
Like when you hear a story about uh, Tzadik, somebody gave me this book. Uh, 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 I don't know why this had it. Uh, uh, this person was a Russian Jew. He gave, I have a few books I want to give to you. So he gave me a book, Holy Woman. Now, I didn't read the book Holy Woman. It looks like a, I'm sure she's a holy woman. I never read it. Uh, but the name of the book was Holy Woman. I'm positive this lady, without reading the book, was thinking about how to hold all of a ball, right? So they're thinking on, a, on an internal level, how can I get more Olam Haba? That's already a higher level. I'm talking the baseline. Baseline for all of us and for everyone listening is really the more Olam Haba we think will live a much better life. If you don't think about Olam Haba, you're going to be driving this world without a spiritual seatbelt. Yes, go ahead. But what I meant was, I, I know obviously you want to have a better Olam Haba, but you, do you need to know the specifics of what that might be what, what's up there? Oh, okay. <laughs> what all about is? Please tell me if you know the specifics. No, I don't know. So I'm just wondering. Is right. So, so I want you to know that I, I don't I, that, that, that I'll I probably know a, a little bit more than you, perhaps, but I don't know much more than you because Olam Haba is the world to come. It's not here right now. So what I do know, right? What I do know is what Chazal say, and, and, that, and that we got a tradition at Sinai that if I would take all of the pleasure that it was ever had in this world, it wouldn't last for more than one second in Olam Haba. It means it's greater than any pleasure you can ever have in the physical world, which is one of the things I, know, I don't know and you don't know. We can't imagine such a thing. It's beyond our comprehension. The other thing I know is that our Olam Haba, all of ours and every Jew, is dependent on our deeds. And how much or a little. Now, it's not, I'm not going to be judged on you and you won't be judged on me. We're judged on who we are. And what, what our potential is, where we came from. So again, in a healthy fashion, I, I, you know, I say this all the time, spirituality is like lifting weights. Anybody who takes too much of a dumbbell at once will rip their muscles or they won't be able to pick it up. So we got to do things piecemeal. We pick up, we do lift weights, you know, enough reps and we build ourselves up. But if we never try, <laughs> or we're always doing one pounders, we're not going to get where we should get. So when you talk about Olamaba, the, the details I'm telling you right now, you and I won't get because we can't. It's like you asked me, like, what was God doing for the world? I can't even say omnipotent. I, you know, that, that's just, it's not something, it's, not, it's ununderstandable. But we do have strong traditions of how great Olamaba is, and we do know that Olamaba is dependent on our deeds, and we do know the purpose of our lives, everyone's lives, is the world to come. That is our purpose. Right? So that much we do know. So all we're trying, all Revolve is trying to do is to raise our awareness of that. You know, we go back to teenagers for a minute. Teenagers, one of the challenges of being a teenager is you, it's hard to visualize the future. Right? No, seriously, they, they, they see the immediate now. So if you're in, a, in certain circles in, in a Gentile world, you'll have people getting pregnant or on drugs or, or, or dropping out of school or, 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 or damaging relationships uh, or making terrible decisions, and they're good people. They're really good people, and they're coming, but they don't see a future. It means they're not, they can't visualize. So our, well, I think really the goal of this class is to visualize Olam Haba. Visualize when you're making decisions, uh, and the more you have that, the better off you'll, every decision you'll make. You'll, you'll, live with it, right? you'll live with that, again, in a healthy way. And then he just says, therefore, whatever you're think about Olam Haba. 
Pamayim, think three or four times when you're making decisions. You know, if you make some of the big decisions, you should, you should ask yourself, how does this affect my Nisha Olam Haba? And even the small things, he said, of course, anything of Olam Haba, it shouldn't affect our Simcha Sachayim. Which means, again, we're, we, we, you know, there are people who get nervous and they paralyze whenever they have these kind of conversations. You know, it makes them uncomfortable. It should make us, it should be empowering. You know, it should be, you know, again, I, 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 I'm not I'm a father of, oh goodness, I don't know how I'm going to do this, more than one teenager, and they get more as they go along. You're like, you know, but, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're talking to it, like, you want to tell them, make a decision, right? So with us, no one likes to even think about the future. It's very geschmack, very fun to think about enjoy the moment. So, but our goal, we're successful that way. Like, you tell them, no, you'll, you'll, you'll live a better life. <laughs> you'll be more successful. Think beyond the ice cream cone for a minute, right? Like that lady told that, 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 that other person at my table. You, if, you, if, you're, if you're not healthy, you're going to be sick. You're going to be in the hospitals. Well, how much are you going to get from that ice cream? You know, again, there's a place for ice cream. I had ice cream recently. I'm not against ice cream. You know, but, but, but think about what's really important. It's your physical health in this world. It's your marriage in this world. It's your emotional health in this world. And think about what's eternally important. It's our spiritual soul. All right, next week, we're going to pick up with a different... Actually, the next two weeks are a little bit connected because it's thinking about Mashiach, thinking about the resurrection of the dead, and then we'll pick up a, a new topic uh, afterwards. Next week's class will be in the show because there'll be a C program in, in this room. Okay. Got a good babysitter? I see the kid just...